Hello, everyone, and welcome to another talk. This is going to be a podcast edition uh, as well, so recording that and uh, uh, live streaming on member area. So if you check this out on the podcast, uh, check out the member area for visuals. We're going to have close up, close-ups on the deck. Uh, some tablature and standard notation. So um, let's uh, let's get started. So what we're thinking about here today is um, it's West Montgomery solo. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work with some some phrases and and things here. Um, I was just listening to the solo a little bit um, at a time as well, and uh, we try to gain some insight. So this is part of our theory and fingerboard uh, program here so um, really gonna try to think about um, how to how to apply this how to learn from another solo not just to copy it necessarily which is which is helpful but um, um, also how to analyze it maybe do some takeaways and um, use some concepts for our own uh, soloing uh, all that so um, so let's see, I've got this um, set up over here, um, and I will be keeping this very audio only friendly too. I'll try to do my best to describe uh, some things here as we go. All right, well let's let's check out this little um, little passage. So we're gonna have this. Okay. So what is that? You can kind of hear. That there's this one note, and we kind of go above, back, below, and then back to it, right? So, okay. So, the chord there is the A7 uh, flat nine. So I'm just gonna kind of arbitrarily choosing this position since that's kind of where I was playing a moment ago. So. Um, so we can play, we might play, it's all kind of slurred, so we can play maybe hammer on, pull off, slide, maybe hammer on or slide back, so. And then that last note is short. So the root note, half step above, and half step above, right? So half step above makes sense because uh, we have the A7. Uh, the half step below, well, that's going to be uh, pointing at or leading to the root note of that chord. All right, so let's go on a little bit further. We have this. Uh, okay, so that's the major 7 on the D minor. So you may still be thinking about the A7 on that. hard to say. Okay, so we have the nine of the of the D minor. We have the thirteen. Now here we finally really do get the um, uh, a couple of chord tones. We get the uh, fifth of the chord and the uh, third of the chord. So it's really important to be aware 
you know, of, of what we have there, right? So we have... You might say, okay, maybe that's a major 7 on a, a D minor. Uh, maybe that's a, a 9. But probably that's just a little layover from the A7. Okay, and then we have B natural. That's kind of significant because that's a more of a consonance on a, on a D minor chord. And then we have the A and the F. Okay. So they're on beats 3 and 4. And then we continue on with a, a similar kind of rhythm. Try to follow the tabs here. Um, okay, so what do we have there? Well, our chord is E minor 7, flat 5 at that point. Okay, we have a, a C natural. Okay, so a non chord tone, but not one that's really outside of what we would expect. And then, so it's a flat 13, and then we have the flat 5, which is a chord tone. Okay. And then we end up with the uh, E flat on the A7. So we're just going to spell it out. That's going to be a flat 5 on that. Okay. Okay. And then he's going to go to the fifth. So let's check that out. Um, actually, I'm going up an octave there, so let's uh, go back down. Okay, and then we're gonna land. That's on the next line. So let's see if we can put that together a little bit, get a sense for how this sounds. Okay, so we have that. So there's a little call and response, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Starting out. Okay. So really well constructed. You get a little bit of kind of a thematic. Um, Material with that with that rhythm. So we have bop 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 bop, and then uh, we get okay, and then we get something very similar. All right. Now, so we can take that into our own soloing. So we can try to start start a little passage with with um, with a little effect. So we have this little short rest, and then short again. And then that repeats, right? So that's something that we can could take. It doesn't have to be that specific thing, right? But get something there. So that's and ending it out here with. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's keep it going. We have this is a very common rhythm. Uh, you'll hear this in a lot of um, solos. Okay, you get a one, two, three, four. And we're gonna find two measures down, we're gonna have that same rhythm apply, so. Okay, so we're gonna, he's gonna make that statement and he's gonna play something. And he's gonna make that rhythm again. 
play something after that. Okay, so let's check it out from that D minor there. So we have. So very well constructed, and we have you know, some chord tones here, non-chord tones with the nine. We have a little slide into the to the fifth, and then a, a kind of a bluesy scale, or even blue scale. You can even say blue scales because it goes. Okay, um, but kind of going to the flat five of the D minor. Seven flat five. Okay, with a non-chord tone. Pretty similar to what he did on the same chord, but on the uh, E minor seven, right? So we get the flat six, and then in this case, we're going to flat seven, and then the flat five, the eleven, which is pretty neutral tone on that chord, and then down to the third. So it's really important to kind of decipher, you know, some of the uh, details on how, how a note relates, but also how, how it works in the context of, um, of a line. So our next chord is the E7. Okay, so let's see what he does on that. Let's check this out. So we've got, let's survey our notes. We've got A, B. Okay. So this is almost more like, um, at least from that third beat, we kind of have a like a D7. If you were just kind of to take that out of context. Right. Okay, so. Um, but then you can challenge yourself and say, okay, well, Let's relate that, right? Let's relate that to the E7. And what, what is that? So D is the flat 7, F sharp is the 9, A is the 4, and then we get the flat 13 relative to the E7. Go to A. Check some of these out. So we have a natural nine to start out with. So it sets that up. So we have. Okay. Right. And then we go back to the A. Okay. Let's take a look at that. So we have uh, the A, uh, F sharp, sorry, F sharp. So if we kind of take that again, kind of out of context, it's pretty interesting. We get the um, we get the B flat. Okay, I'm going to reverse here. B flat major seven with a sharp uh, five, which may be kind of foreshadowing that uh, that D nine. So let's go on. 
So we have the D9. Notice he plays a sharp nine. Okay. And then goes into, or you might say flat three, and then goes, it goes to nine after that. circles the F, okay? So F is going to be the flat 7 of the G uh, 13. Okay. We're going to kind of stack thirds, so I say, oh, this seems like a F major 7, okay. but it's um, relative to G. It's spelling out the, the flat 7, the 9, That's going to give us the nine here. So let's see if we can play a little bit. I'm going to try to follow. It's really kind of hard to read both the tab and the notation at the same time. Something I'm trying to improve on. Um, but since I just went over it, maybe it won't be as hard. So, um, so let's try it out. So I'll go through it slowly. So there's a little bit of an idea. So you can hear that, you know, even outside of uh, having a rhythm section, we can kind of hear the changes happening, right? So we have, um, next up we ended up on the nine, so it landed on that and it's playing it uh, for a full beat there after that chord comes in, so it's clearly a nine. Okay. So then uh, we play. Um, these tones. So we have the nine, right? We have the flat seven, okay, and then fifth, eleven, and then the third, okay. So it lands on the third on the beat, which is gonna make it sound a little more resolved. So if you're using the four, it's gonna sound unresolved. If you're using the third, especially on a beat then it's going to sound somewhat resolved. Okay. All right. So, uh, so again, go through to the 13 here. Now, this is interesting, right? Because we have this um, we had a little thematic material or maybe a little motif there earlier at the beginning of the solo, which which had this, right? Right. Now he plays similar, not exactly the same. Uh, does start on A, but he's playing down to the G natural this time. So. Okay. And then he's going to slide up, but we hear this um rest after it right because we that's what we heard earlier so it kind of brings it around right so you starts us out with some material um repeats it to which i don't know his motivations but 
which kind of reestablishes it in our minds, right? Okay, oh, that is something, right? It wasn't just a random, random thing. So we had that that little triplet with the rest in the middle, right? It reestablishes that pretty quickly, and then we don't hear it again for a while. He plays some um, um, stepwise motion or or just kind of melodic content moving through the changes, and then then when he goes to wrap up this section, uh, then we hear this, right? We hear this material again. Okay. And then, then he's gonna go into a little bit of a different, uh, let me move this, move this over a little bit. So he's gonna go over to into some, a little, different material here um, for the next section where he's going to play more chords and <coughs> excuse me uh, more of the octave shapes and uh, and other uh, chords uh, as well okay so um, we can think of this as being um, you know, somewhat sectional in, the, in the, his approach to how he's he's going through this, right? um, and then we get quite a few just kind of to preview a little bit uh, what's going on. I I really intend to um, just kind of work with this uh, beginning material here. So um, with these single lines, that's going to be the scope of our um, our talk. But uh, we'll check the live stream here. Um, and so I've been uh, getting a live stream, let's say about um, 1.30, um, usually in the afternoons. And so if there's a chance that you can make it, uh, then that's available there. And then I'm recording here locally to, uh, to re-upload as a uh, regular video and uh, today doing the um, podcast as well. So let's do a little review playing um, I think I'm just gonna kind of uh, well I think I'm just gonna remove this uh, now and um, just focus a little more maybe on on playing and um, just giving an overall uh, sense for how this works and that this way it won't have to be as tied to the tablature um, in case you're using using that all right so we had this this bit of a line um, so I'm gonna part from the tablature just so we can get kind of sense more sense of the of the music here okay so there's a one phrase um, you know hopefully you can hear, hear that you know So that's what we are hearing on that, right? So just leading into it. Okay, so let's check out a little bit um, 
All right. All right, so again, some strong uh, phrasing there. Let me phrase that again. It's funny, I was doing some uh, teaching locally for schools and uh, uh, working with the orchestra kids. And um, um, it's funny, even reading like treble clef on the, sec on the second part of the system, that really throws me off. Um, um, so, so anyway, um, but yeah, they're funny kind of things like that, you know, like playing bass. You know, I tend to read bass clef, obviously. Um, and then, uh, you know, doing the guitar, you know, and there have been some times where it's been kind of beneficial to be able to read bass clef on, on guitar, but um, anyway, um, kind of reading music. All right, let's check it out. So uh, let's see where we're going. Uh, from there, let's let's take a look at that. Looks like a kind of a good line there. So. Okay, so that's that little spot where we play. Right, we can really hear that sound there. Cool. Get, get, get that uh, that chord there. All right. Yeah, they just kind of put that together. Um, nice. Right. Nice. Um, so wonderful stuff. Wonderful lines. Um, so again, you know, one of the big takeaways here is to try to um, gain an understanding, even if it's kind of little by little, of of the chord tones and non-chord tones. So you might start with, depending on where you are with things, um, start you know identifying the chord tones and identifying the strong beats, um, you know, one the one, two, three, and four, and um, you know identify kind of. Kind of okay. Is this a chord tone landing on a beat? So it doesn't have to be. It's not like a formulaic thing um, that it has to be like that way or anything. But um, but if you look kind of percentage wise, if if someone's playing through the cha changes, you're gonna see a good bit of chord tones on on the beats. Right. So um, I would 
kind of start with that and then um, see if you can kind of get more specific and uh, with the chords and everything. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for checking this out. It's I'm glad to be back on the podcast here, so that's exciting. And um, um, and uh, getting more regular on the live stream after a little bit of a lull there. So uh, thanks again for your memberships. If you're a member on the YouTube channel, and uh, tell a friend. All right. See you in the next one.